Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is a, I guess it's, yeah, it's Wednesday. <laughs> Boy, I keep, I don't know, for some reason in the summer, I just, I just kind of float around here. I don't remember what day it is. <laughs> Anyways, it's July 14th, um, and uh, the, the market seems to be kind of, you know, it seems to be doing some, some what I could what they call topping action, and um, you know it, it looks like we might be, you know I've been lightening my load uh, a little bit. Um, oops, I've been I've been lightening my load up a little bit uh, on my positions. Um, you know, just kind of just just kind of making imprudent moves. I I took some uh, profits in docu uh, DocuSign. I still have some DocuSign in one account. I had it in three accounts. I've sold off in two. Took some nice profits there. Um, I did close the trade for everybody that's been looking at. I did close the Wells Fargo trade, even though it is moving very nicely and it may move up tomorrow. I just wanted to kind of close it just because I'm kind of getting the feeling that it, uh, because it was an earnings trade, it did move up after earnings. And uh, but I wanted to close it, and uh, so it. My I did close the Wells Fargo trade for everybody that's following along. Uh, as well. Um, by the way, if you're looking on TikTok and you want to see the charts and everything, it's easy. They're right here on uh, YouTube slash Dallas Trading Floor. Or the easy way to do it, just go to my profile, click the link, slide all the way down to the bottom, and there you're going to have the live version of the show on YouTube. I can't, unfortunately, broadcast the uh, the charts on, on TikTok. I'm still trying to figure that out technically. Hopefully, I'll be able to do it soon, but uh, for right now, I'm going to be talking about charts that are going to be um, broadcast on YouTube. So you got to go over to YouTube. So without further ado, let's get into some of the slides. Um, the market is in a confirmed uptrend still, barely. <laughs> it's uh, what's what what we're seeing here is a movement away from some of the smaller tech stocks into some of the mega cap stocks. As a matter of fact. Apple, which is next going to be the next slide, made an all-time high today, and this is very interesting. We seem to have um, the funds are moving into the big cap tech. So, I started accumulating a position in Microsoft and Apple, basically about three weeks ago, and they're doing very well. But some of the other ones, I've been I've been moving out of. So, um, really, the 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 whole um, you know the whole story right now. Mega cap stocks doing very very well, um, you know. Mega cap tech stocks doing very well, and everything else not so much. Um, you know, I uh, it, not so much. So, I'm going to kind of going to go through that uh, that with everyone here. Um, basically, Apple has hit an all time high. Uh, when this slide was taken just a few minutes ago, it was at 149.49. Uh, of course, it split four for one back in August of August 31st, 2020. And when it did, it was about 500, so it, it, it ended up being about 125. And it's taken a long time, but as you can see, it's made this very nice run. And uh, it does look like it may go higher, actually. Uh, unfortunately, there's not a great place to get involved with it. I wish there was. Um, you know, I, I, I wish there was, but, uh, um, you know, we may have, it may be a little bit tough to buy at this level. So it's just one of those things. Um, you know that we have to deal with. Here's what I've got in terms of what you know. I did make some m adjustments in my portfolio today. As I say, I was selling some DocuSign, uh, taking profits there. Typically, it's a good idea if you have a stock that's moved up about 20%. That's a good time to take profits. 
Uh, that's what I was doing with, with DocuSign. Now, I still have some DocuSign in one account uh, that I did buy a, bit, a little bit later, so I haven't totally given up on it, but it was down today. Uh, I've been taking profits at, at 275. Uh, basically, I sold out at uh, 285 and 281. So that's kind of where I rode DocuSign today. CrowdStrike's down also significantly 3%. I do have some CrowdStrike. I may be out of this one soon. I don't know. Uh, L Brands is up. Now, this is interesting. There's strength in the retail, and this is very interesting. L Brands is up. Gonna look at the, we're going to look at the charts on this one uh, in a few minutes. Uh, Marvel Technologies, this is, a, this is a chip stock basically going sideways. Nothing really happening there. Microsoft, again, one of the big cap techs, it's moved up very nicely. It's up about a little bit over a half a percent today, or about $1.80. It's at $2.82.78 when this slide was taken. Uh, Nike, a Dow stock, also doing well. And that's up as well. Roku's off a little bit. It's down about, well, actually quite a bit, off about 2.77%, or about $11.83. We'll see if I'm able to hold on to that one. Santander, uh, Santander Consumer, of course, this is the auto finance stock in the company's based here in Dallas. And uh, they are basically going sideways. They're down about $0.08, cents, so not a whole lot there. Um, just wanted to kind of also show you a very interesting chart, and I think we really have to look at this chart because this is the chart that that signals market tops. And basically, when the margin debt is over 55%, that is a margin. That is a market top. And it does look like <laughs> right now we're over 55%. This is why I'm lightening up everybody. It's just one of these indicators that, that can be very, very strong. Uh, and, you know, we may be in a situation very soon where we're going to see a market top. I, you know, you never can tell. You know, I don't have a crystal ball, but one thing I do know uh, from doing this for a while is that whenever you get market, whenever you get margin debt, uh, over 55%, then you got to kind of start pulling back, and that's kind of what I've been doing. I haven't really been, you know, buying today. I've been I've been pulling out of my positions. I've got one uh, one of my accounts is totally in cash. Um, I have uh, my main my my large trading account is mostly in cash. I've been I've I've been closing uh, positions. I only have I only have one stock in there, and that's uh, um, that's PayPal. And then I've been closing some of my spreads, my uh, my um, some of my um, uh, my spreads that I have that I have in that account. I'm having a little bit of trouble with my camera once again. There we go. Okay, back up. So this is a critical kind of a kind of a critical thing. So without further ado, let's uh, get into some of the questions um, that are. Thank you for waiting. Appreciate it, everyone. And uh, let's see if we can get into some of the questions. All right. And it's hi Jim. Uh, <laughs> buy point for space. Well, you know, here's the thing about space. Um, you know, interesting, interesting stock, of course. But uh, I think we got to be a little bit careful right now in the market. It's just, uh, you know, the market is sort of turning right now, and so we have to be a little bit more careful than we were than we were just, you know, just in the last few days, uh, because I do think that the market is turning, and uh, for some reason. My camera is not turning, so hopefully you'll have you'll just, you just have to see that like it is there with the uh, um, well. Do I have do I have sound? Okay, make sure I do. I I think yeah, I have sound. <laughs> Goodness gracious! I don't know why. I just for some reason it can be um, can be tr problematic. Uh, you know, on this this camera, I don't know why. 
with this software. I'm going to have to, it's probably an extension that I have on Chrome that is causing some of this difficulty. So let's, uh, without further ado, let's get to the charts. Take a look there. Okay. And we are a little bit slow on the uptake here. Hopefully I will get a feed. All right, there we go. I think we're going to... We're just having some bandwidth issues like, like you read about. <laughs> okay, goodness gracious. I don't seem to have my charts. Okay, hold on. Let's see if I can get my charts here. Uh, back. Let's see if I can relaunch them. All right, and hopefully we'll hopefully we'll see this in just a second. I again I'm having bandwidth issue. There we go. Okay, so those queues are up. All right, let's take a look at uh, space. And of course this uh, moved up very very. Um, of course this moved up very fast on the uh, the news that Richard Branson had been successfully launched into space, um, but it has pulled back ever since. And part of the reason it has. Is because they decided, and, and uh, you know, I guess it was good for them. I don't think it was good for retail investors, but they decided basically to um, to uh, put in a secondary offering. It's pulled back down to the uh, it's pulled back it's it's pulled back down to the 50-day line. I think right now you just got to be super careful on this one. I just don't think you can enter it at this point. Uh, the relative strength line is down. I think we're going to see some weakness. You know, I, I, I want to see where this thing lands. Uh, it looks as, to me like it may, it may go as low as 30. So here's the thing right now. Here's my recommendation on space. It's just it's not a good point to get into the stock right now. Uh, you, just have to, you just have to exercise a little bit of caution. So, um, you know, exercise. on SPCE uh, you know so really I think I think it, I think that's the prudent thing to do right now I think you just have to exercise some caution uh, there's just not a good entry here and uh, I just I just think you have to be super careful on this right now I think it's going to pull lower and we'll see if it bounces at 30 if it does then I think that would be a good place um, but I think we also have to be quite careful. Let's look at uh, NVIDIA, and I, I sold all my positions in NVIDIA, basically, I've, uh, and I am waiting for the, the split. It's going to be a four-for-one split, and it is pulled back, and significantly, too. So, um, you know, we, don't, we probably, we probably want to start lightening up here. Um, we are in a little bit of a downward trend now because we have pulled below the 10-day line. This is a key. Th this is a key measure for me. Is this line right here? This this 10-day line. That's this little pink line here. That's a, that's an area that we have to be very concerned about. Uh, this is I, I closed my spread here, as you can see, when it pulled down to that uh, that 10-day line, and I'm currently all out of the stock now. On the 20, uh, on the 19th, uh, actually on the 19th is the last day that uh, Nvidia trades before it trades four for one. So this number here will go down. If let's say for instance, if it uh, on the 19th, if it's at 800, this is the stocks will reopen on the 20th at 200. So just keep that in mind because there's going to be a four for one split on Nvidia. So that's kind of a that's kind of an important thing to 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 remember there. All right, let's look. Uh, interesting, Hans. Let's look at PSFE. PSFE. 
PSFE, let's look at that. And take a look to see. PlaySafe, UK-based provider of payment processing. This is not a very good chart, by the way, Hans. I'm sorry to tell you this. Uh, this is a downward trend. Let's go to the weekly chart first. This is kind of how we take a look and see kind of what the overall trend is. As you can see, the trend on this chart is downward. This is the first thing you look at when you're looking at a stock. Is you look to see what is it, is it in, is it is it what kind of trend is it in? Well, this is in a downward trend. This is going from highs to lows. So that already is a red flag. We don't really want to buy when it's going this. This is this is a classic, you know. Uh, th this is a classic. You know, it's not a good time to, to catch a falling knife. So the trend is wrong. So we, first of all, just based on this trend, we probably would not be buying this. But there's some other clues, too, as to kind of where it's going. Um, let's kind of look at the checklist on this. And, and this is just a quick way to kind of see how good or bad the stock is. Well, it's only a 44. My minimum typically is a 66% or better, or basically six out of the nine major criteria. Unfortunately, with the checklist, it just does it doesn't pass on any of the uh, on, on any of the important ones. And this is true a lot of times of an IPO, and this is an IPO, so you know that could, that can be. This. There are a lot of great IPOs, but there's certain things that just don't this just don't work. Also, it's in danger of going even lower because the current price is right above $10. Uh, funds typically will, won't buy or sell a stock if it moves below about $10 because it just becomes more volatile and harder to, to, to do. So my, my, uh, my look-see on, on this one, I just think you got to pass on it. It's just, not, it's, it's just not a stock I don't think that you want to be in because it just it doesn't, it's not looking right and uh, just probably not a good stock at this point. So, but I appreciate you bringing that forward. <laughs> All right, thanks, Miguel. Um, F-O-E-L, let's take a look at it. Oh, by the way, if you are down more than 7% from where you bought it, consider selling because you don't want small losses to turn into big losses. This is very, very important. This is one of the reasons I'm always hammering away, and I know, I know I'm sounding like a broken record here, but when you buy a stock, the first thing you do is calculate that stop-loss percentage. And the easiest way to do that is to take whatever you paid for it, let's say you paid $100 a share, multiply that times 0.93, and that will give you a 7% uh, uh, margin of error. Then you want to put that in as a stop-loss, good till cancel. So always put a stop-loss in, and there, even if you aren't watching it, you won't turn small losses into big losses. That's a very key thing. We don't want to do that, so be very, very careful on that. But let's take a look for Miguel uh, on this stock. It is F-O-E-L. So let's look at that, F-O-E-L. And let's take a look at it. Oops. It doesn't seem to be coming up. Let's see if I have that right. Oh, F-C-E-L. I apologize. Oh, okay. This was a good stock last year. Um, I don't know how well it's doing right now. Fuel cell energy, no, it's not doing well. I'm sorry to sorry to break you the news. We had a, we had some bad earnings here. Uh, we're basically, you know, we were down. Um, uh, you know, we we were down on the sales and we were down on the profits. We still have a lot of we still have quite a big uh, a number of funds that are in this, but the cash flow is negative. So here's the thing: this this group has gone out of favor. Currently, the alternative energy area is 195 out of 197. Now, if you've been watching me for a while, you'll know that the 
the area of the market that is getting the most love from the big institutional investors has been the oil and gas area, and primarily the U.S. E&Ps. Uh, this is not an area of very uh, of, of of accumulation. So this is an area that I think that you probably want to stay out of, because again, problems with the problems with the checklist here. It it just this this stock unfortunately just is not doing well. As you can see, it's at the bottom of the barrel. We don't want to do that. Where we want to be, and I'm just going to go to this um, uh, to kind of the list of stock, you know, of of sectors of the economy where, you know, where we're seeing the most opportunities, and the most opportunities are going to be where the where the um, where the big funds are going, and in that case, right now, still, number one is oil and gas. Now, here's an area, also another area that I've been getting a lot of love as of late, and that has been in the retail apparel, shoes, and accessories area. I have Nike, and I also have L Brands, and I think you ought to look in this area possibly for things to buy. Um, I'm going to kind of give you an idea of what's in there. Well, we have TJ Maxx, we've got Lululemon, we've got Ross stores. This seems to be coming alive again. So now, I have L Brands in here, but let's look at the top stocks in this area. And I think this is the area that we ought to look at. Burlington stores, L Brands, and Boot Barn. That's where we ought to be concentrating. So let's look at L, let's look at uh, Burlington stores to see if there's any chance that we could get into this one. This actually is looking pretty decent on the chart. It's right at a buy zone, pretty much. Let's see if it is. Well, it's right under a buy zone. Yeah, and I and I noted it. Uh, this is one I've been watching. This is on my watch list. It is uh, it is Burlington stores. There is a buy point on Burlington stores. Basically, at uh, let's see if I can can get it. It's a second stage cup with handle base, and I'm going to set an alert right there at that. And and basically, if this is a cup with handle, I'm going to set an alert there for Burlington B U R L. This is Burlington Stores, and I probably will be coming into this if it moves above that buy point. And that buy point is. 336.43. So let's put that in there. And this this is looking strong. So if if we were looking for a place to possibly put money to work in the market, now uh, I think that you know the retail stores apparel area for some reason, I don't know why this is a good area, but it is a good area according to the chart. So this is something that you want to kind of kind of be kind of looking at right now. Let's say if uh, we get a Question from TikTok. Thank you so much for holding on. Um, where do you sell? Where do you see Ethereum in the next six months? I am not very bullish right now on Bitcoin or Ethereum. I just am, am not because the Chinese central bank has made sort of a move against these cryptos, uh, basically because they want to control the amount of uh, capital that's moving out of China. Right now, we have a situation where we have a lot of capital that is moving out of China because of political reasons. Um, you know, I don't need to go into the political reasons, but a lot of capital is trying to make its way out of China. Therefore, the Chinese central government is trying to clamp down on these alternative currencies such as Bitcoin and Ethereum. And so right now, I think they're under a lot of pressure. And I think you've got to be very, very careful. I, don't, I, I, I think that right now, your safe bet is probably... Interestingly enough, the best inflation hedge right now, and I know this sounds very strange, is oil. It is absolutely better than gold or anything else, and this has been proven out. This is part of the reason why the E&P companies, 
that I was showing you for is the number one sector right now, is that a lot of people are saying, hey, uh, we think a lot of inflation is coming down the road. We, we think that gasoline is going to be moving up higher. Um, and uh, we, we, really, you know, we, we don't necessarily you know, want to be, we want to diversify a little bit. So that's where a lot of the inflation dollars are going is into that. So uh, with some of the Bitcoin, I think you've got to be super careful right now because of the political reasons. Uh, you know, for political reasons, really. All right, let's look at Apple and DocuSign. Now, as 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 I indicated, I've been buying Apple in the last three weeks, uh, but let's look at Docu first. I still have a position in DocuSign, uh, but I did sell about three quarters of all my positions in DocuSign. I still like the stock a lot long term, absolutely, but it got rebuffed from this this buy point this buy zone here. I sold, as you can see, I sold half of my total uh, position here at 287, and then I also sold uh, at 281. So I've been selling uh, into this strength, and, and unfortunately today it kind of took a dive. I don't know, it probably is going to get support at the 21 day, so I'm not totally out of it. I do think this is going to bounce, but I wanted to lighten up on my position. So right now, I think you've got to be a little bit careful. It's not a good time to enter DocuSign right now. Uh, you know, and now if you did get in the reversal where I got in for most of my, and that's this, this black line here at about, you know, about uh, 2, 220, then you're looking pretty good. But um, it's not a good time to, to in, in, you know, let's see it make some more strength. I, I did, I did lighten up on the position today. I just did. All right, so let's look at uh, let, let's look at Apple. And Apple is the is the opposite story. Unfortunately, Apple is what they call extended. It made an all-time high. Now, here's the thing. Um, this is showing a buy point of, of 137. I think you can go higher on that. I think you really can I I really think that you can you can indicate I think we're still if we're on the weekly chart and this is the key I still think we're in a, a buy zone on the consolidation because the 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 true consolidation for Apple the the true high point is this 145 here so I still think we can buy even though it even though on my daily chart it shows that it's out of the buy zone it's actually not on the weekly chart it's still in the buy zone so we can still accumulate Apple here, and this might not be a bad place to park some of your money is in Apple because I do think it is showing a lot of strength and it, it, it is it is better. So what I'm doing is I'm moving some of my assets from DocuSign into Apple, and I probably will be buying this tomorrow if you know if it remains in this buy zone. I probably will be loading up on Apple uh, because of that. Uh, I haven't made a decision yet, but I'm probably going to do that just because you know, to see if I can move it, um, you know, in this kind of market, we're still in a confirmed uptrend, but I want to be more concentrated in the big cap tax. And right now, Apple is looking the best of the breed. I also have a position in Microsoft. You know, again, this is, this is, you know, not rocket science. I mean, you know, the, you know, Apple and Microsoft, that's, that's about as conservative as you can get. But it's doing well as well. This is the, just this is the chart of, of Microsoft. It's right above the buy zone. It's still actionable, but it's not quite as good right now as 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 Apple. Apple is the better buy of the two right now. But as you can see, this is right just slightly extended. So you could still buy Microsoft at this level. So if you're looking for a place kind of a safe harbor 
for some of your capital. I don't want to be totally out of the market. I want to be in the market, but I want to be where the mar where the money is moving. And right now, we have a lot of money moving to the big cap techs, especially um, especially Apple and Microsoft. Now, I also do have spreads. I don't have the physical shares, but I have spreads on Amazon and Google that that, see, that appear to be doing very, very well. kind of want to show you what my allocation is currently, just so that you can get an idea on on that. Let's, let's pull that up, show you what my allocation is. And of course, this is in the small portfolio. This is a portfolio that I trade that's kind of a demonstration portfolio, but it gives you a really good idea of kind of where I'm at you know what I'm what, I, what I'm you know what I'm trading right now. So let me see if I can pull that up and let's put that up here. And again, I'm having a little bit of a lag on some of the um, on 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 some of the uh, the bandwidth. So I don't know why I am, but I am. Um, so as you can see, and this is this is this is currently what my PNL is for the month. Uh, as you can see, I have I I, I, I uh, was stopped out of Simex. This is a this is an oil and gas. I was stopped out of it. Um, you know, at, down a complete eight percent. I was out, and I'm always out at eight percent, regardless. I, I I started taking profits on DocuSign basically today, selling my positions, taking this this profit here. Also, and as you can see in the small portfolio, I'm out essentially of um, I'm out of this, but. I am, you know, Apple is doing quite well. It's up 8% in 13 days. I'm probably going to add to this position. Microsoft up 7% in 23 days. Not doing quite as well as Apple. Nike up 5% in 20 days. The rest are basically even or just slightly uh, under CrowdStrike, uh, Santana, Commercial, uh, and Roku. So I'm, I'm going to hold on to these. If Roku goes below 7%, I'll be out of Roku as well. So that kind of gives you an idea of sort of how I'm trading and what my what my um, my portfolio is looking at. Again, what I'm doing is I'm pushing my, my capital into the, the the stocks that are at the buy point in the buy zone and uh, accumulating capital right now. So. Okay, uh, let's take a look, and <laughs> we all got. Um, what do you think about Roblox? Roblox, you know, I mean, if gaming software can be very good. I haven't really been in it. It's a, it's essentially an IPO. Um, uh, everybody that that plays Roblox loves it. Um, it's just, it's off a little bit today. I think overall, it's not a bad stock. Um, let me pull the uh, Roblox chart up here. Yeah, there we go. All right. So here's Roblox, and you know this. I'm looking at the weekly chart again. This is really, you know, I really don't like to trade stocks unless they've been out for about three months. Now, a lot of people are trading this one. It has it 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 uh, it had an IBO base. It moved higher, but now it seems to be moving. It's pulled below the 50-day moving average. So I want to look at the daily chart just to kind of get an idea. It's a very very volatile chart, as you can see. Relative strength is pointing down. So here's the thing. I don't think necessarily this is a great place to enter it. I want to see it gain some strength. Even though it isn't, technically, technically Roblox is in the buy zone. Technically it is. But I, I want to see. But, you know, right now it gapped down. We don't want to buy on gap downs. We've got a lot of volume in here. We've got rising volume and lo lowering price. So let's see if we can get some stability here before... Uh, committing any capital to this. I just think you got to watch list this one. Uh, it's just not, this is not a good entry point 
for Roblox. It's a good stock, but I don't think the uh, you know I, I don't think uh, it's a good entry. So really, what I have to say on this one is watch list it. And uh, that's really kind of what you that's 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 kind of really what you got to do on this one. You got to watch list this one. I really don't think you can buy it at this point. We never want to buy in a downward trend. We always want to buy as the stock is moving higher and typically moving above either index lines or over the the buy point. Right now, that's not the case with Roblox. So I think you got to be super careful with Roblox. I would not be a buyer of it. I'd wait on it. Maybe we'll see some support at about the $80 level. If we do, then maybe it might be a good good time to get back in. But right now, I think you got to be very, very careful uh, because it looks like many of these smaller stocks are pulling lower. So it's just maybe not the greatest time <coughs> necessarily to be in the stock. Hello, Jim. What's happening? Okay. <laughs> Can I keep my CrowdStrike in NVIDIA? Good question. Um, you know, I've been lightening up on NVIDIA. Um, I do think it's going to bounce, but, you know, I did I did lock in my profits, uh, and I'm basically out of the stock until after uh, July 20th. And the reason is, is because that's when the split is going to happen, four for one. Uh, and I want to see how it trades through the split. I, I'm, I'm, I'm lightening up. As we're getting closer to that, uh, that, that split, that's really kind of when you want to see you want to see it sell. So if it moves, you know, if, if you're if you're not down 7%, Hold it. Let's let it see if it let let's see if it it, it moves up into uh, July 19th. If it does, then you just want to keep pushing your stop loss up, and you want to sell it. I think it could probably. I'm hoping it will be, it, you know, it will regain and it will it will be up back up into about the 8:30 range. But no no guarantees, because it's made several attempts at that, and it doesn't seem to be holding. So uh, it seems like the interest is is you know is, is waning a little bit. Uh, right now, we've pulled below that 10-day line. I was a seller, basically, at the 10-day line. And the reason I was a seller at the 10-day line is because typically, when a stock comes down and it moves below that 10-day line that and it bounces, that means that you've got to be on the lookout and it may be pulling lower. Now, I'm not saying that it's going to go, you know, uh, you know, it's going to collapse, but it's at 194 after hours. It is up after hours. So I do think that we're going to see it move back up to the 10-day line. And, you know, probably by tomorrow. I do think it's, it looks as if, at least from what I can see from the close, it does look like it's going to be moving up a little bit. And it could go as high uh, tomorrow as, uh, you know, as, as 8.15. If it starts to get to about the 8.15 level, I think you should consider closing your position and then waiting until after uh, the... Um, after it after it splits four for one, so that's kind of my 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 deal. Let's look at CrowdStrike. I also am in CrowdStrike. Um, I'm close, probably to closing that position. Uh, it was down a lot. It looks like it's going to bounce, and I have a stop right basically at the 21 day line. That's this green line. Uh, I do think we're going to get a bounce off of that. I, mean, I think that's definitely the case. We're going to come down, we're going to test that, and we're going to probably move back up. It is still viable at this point, but I just don't think, with the condition of the market and with the amount of margin debt out there, I think we've got to be a little bit more careful about initiating positions in all but the most strong stocks. And right now, 
CrowdStrike, unfortunately, is not. I mean, it's a strong stock, but there are stronger stocks in the sp in the in the space. So here's what I would do: if I was down more than seven percent, I would consider possibly selling half of my position, and then waiting for the bounce. I do think we're going to get a bounce off that that 21-day line because I think CrowdStrike is a great stock. It's right in the buy zone, and but you know this market has just been rather you know as of late, as of the last week or so, it's been very it's very 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 flaky it's you know it's been it's been moving a little bit sideways so i think we got to protect ourselves and protect our profits so if we have good profits that's when we kind of want to start looking possibly to um you know start taking profits uh as well that's kind of that's kind of been my theme as of today Invedia, should i sell all of it and wait for the day before you know i uh, oh i bought it at seven oh it's very good by the way very very good very good byron this is an excellent this <laughs> byron you did well <laughs> byron you did well. here's what i would do byron i would consider let's see if it trades up tomorrow i think it may trade as high as 715 what i would start doing is i would start lightening my load i would sell a third of it tomorrow um so sell so, so a third of it tomorrow if it goes up to about 8 and then start moving that stop loss up. I would try to be out of the stock by the 19th. And, of course, today is the 14th, so it's going to be the 15th, the 16th. So I guess it will be Friday, is that right? It, it, no, it'll be Monday, excuse me. I would try to be out of the stock by Friday of this week. I really would. And let's see, and then don't carry it through. And then on the other side, I think we're going to have an opportunity on it. But that's great. You've, you've in since 7:05, you've done very, very well, <laughs> very, very, very well. Um, consider that a very consider that a win. Absolutely, that's a great that's a great win, there, Byron. And uh, thanks for that question. Thanks a lot for that question. We're gonna, we, you know, these opportunities come around, and uh, we're gonna have some more. So, just uh, but I definitely think you should start taking profits now, because they have some very nice profits. Hey, Jim. Uh, is AR a good buy right now? Thanks, Emmy. Uh, let's look at AR and see kind of where we're at there at Soterra Resources. Okay, you know I, you know I do. I love this group. This is the EP. This is the uh, ENP group, and I, I love this group. It's a great group. Uh, it's number one, and I, you know, I don't, I don't think you can see this. I, I can take this off here. Yeah, let's let's take this. Let's take this off here. It's, and I don't know if you can see this, it's the number one group. And so I like things that are in the number one group. Now, here's the rule. And these are a little bit tougher to buy, these ENP stocks. If we get a bounce right at this 21-day line, and I think there's a, there's a likelihood that we will get a bounce right here, here's what you probably want to do. And I'm just going to put this in here. You probably want to buy uh, at about uh, 14 25 plus. 10 cents. So here's how I would handle this. Um, and this is uh, to, to, if you wanted to buy in on this stock. And I do think that this is possibly a good one to, to, to do. So you want to set a buy stop limit order. And the, the, um, the stop on this one is equal to about. 14.25, and the limit is equal to about 14.35. All right. So what am, what what are we doing here? Well, here's how here's how I would buy this particular stock. Currently, it's at it's 14.27. Okay. So I wouldn't necessarily buy it right at 14. I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily do an market order here. 
I want to see if it can move above about 1435. So if you're interested in buying the stock, and I don't think you should buy any more than a half a position, um, if if you're interested in the stock, I do think this is probably going to bounce. But if it see if it doesn't bounce, if it pulls below the 21 day line, you will not buy with this kind of order. But if it starts to make its bounce and it starts to move higher, which I do believe, based on looking at this chart, that this is what they what it could do. If it bounces, then as it moves up to 1425, it puts an order out there to buy it at 1435, 10 cents above that. So if it bounces, then it's going to buy it on the uptick. And that's what you want to do uh, when you're buying uh, a stock like this. I do think this is a good stock in an excellent, excellent area. So I kind of want to go through some of the stocks that are in this particular area. The number one, of course, is Denbury Resources. Tremendous company, but not a really good, not really any place to, to buy it. I had XEC, and I thought this was set up very well. I ended up selling this today just because it pulled back and it violated my uh, my stop loss. So that's how I always do it. I don't fool around. I just put it in there. I put the stop loss in, and if it sells out, well, it sells out. And I don't like it, but uh, I've learned over the years that, that you know if I continuously do this, it's a better thing. So basically, this stock is not, you know, this this stock is not one of the bigger ones, but it's 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 like in the medium. So it's it's pretty good. I mean, it's a little bit below Chesapeake, and a little above about PDC um, uh, Energy. So it's it, it's a it's a, it's a, it's in a good area, and it's very strong in terms of the relative strength. So this is how I would buy the stock. Um, to AR, I would buy it uh, at. The stop at 14.25, and then the limit order at 14.35. So I think you've got a good, good stock there, and but that's a way to buy it. These oil stocks can be a little bit tricky, because you know they're basically all doing the same thing. Uh, you know they're producing oil, but right now this is the best area in the market, and uh, so it's it's not bad to have exposure there. Not bad at all. <laughs> not bad at all. Well, gee, thank you. Let's look at. Uh, 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 AGCO, I think this is the, I think this is, uh, let's see, GCO, oh, just turn that off, there we go, I turned on Siri there, <laughs> just too many buttons for me, yeah, there we go, okay, so here we are with, uh, uh, this is, this is basic. this is really a good stock in the first you know, from February to about March, this was a great stock. But unfortunately, as you can see, starting in April, we started this downward trend. I, I Right now, I think that this stock, you got to be, I probably would not be in this stock just because I think this agricultural chemicals area is falling somewhat out of favor right now. It's just, it was great from about February when we had that, you know, we had that pullback out of check. This was a place that you could find refuge. I think right now, I think you got to sort of say, okay, that was good for now, but I'm just going to start, you know, I'm going to probably start uh, start moving out of this area. I probably would not be in a buyer in this area right now. I just don't think it's it's all that good. It's in the machinery farm area. It's 115 out of 197. This this is a falling. This is this um, this sector of the economy right now is falling. Uh, so I think we've got to be. A little bit, a little bit careful on this. What I want to show you is that let's, I mean, let's go to this, this sector as at 115 out of 197. So let's let's see if I can get the ranking here. Hold on. 
Yeah, there we go. Oh, I was right on it. <laughs> I was right on it. Let's see if I can get it. Okay, 115. Oh, goodness gracious. Let's see if I can try it once more. All right, 115. So we're going to... Uh, I'm going to pull this farm machinery. Nope. <laughs> it, it's, it's, tr it, uh, it's, there we go. Okay, so this is the group. This is the farm machinery group. And I kind of want to show you how this has been trading over the last, say, six months. Six months ago, this was ranked number 46. Currently, the rank on this is 128. So basically, money, unfortunately, in this particular group is, is, is flowing out of it. So this is not a group I think you want to be in. We want to be in groups that are a pr that, that where the money is flowing in, not flowing out. Now, during from February to about the end of um, April, this was a great group. But right now, the big funds are kind of moving out of this group. So let's kind of look to see where the leadership is. The leadership is still in oil and gas. It really is. Uh, you know, this has been consistent over the last three months. This has moved from 39th place up to the first place. So this is doing very, very well. But the other groups that I think are doing better in terms of in terms of movement have been some of these retail leisure products and some of the, the shoe apparel. Uh, as, as for some reason, this this shoe this retail shoe apparel group is very, very strong, and I don't know why it is. Uh, and also, uh, document management. This is documentum basically. Uh, from one 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 sixty nine, which is practically the bottom of the barrel, basically up to about nine, about ten. And this is where DocuSign is. Now, I do think we're seeing some little bit of little bit of weakness in DocuSign, but this is an area that um, you know that that we're seeing some strength in. We're also seeing some strength in the international E and P group for oil and gas. So oil has just been a kind of a theme here. Uh, but here's another area that I think that we have also seen some strength in that is the commercial staffing area. Now, that's, of course, that's where Upstart is. And, uh, you know, that's that's a potential area. But, you know, Upstart has pulled back. So it's it's just a very, very mixed market. It's a tough market to trade right now. But it definitely is a stock picker's market. Um, so it might, the long and the short of, I wouldn't be probably piling into AGCO right now. I just would not. It's just not the way to go. Okay, thanks, Jeff. Let's look at Disney. Um, you know, this is obviously a favorite. Uh, this is um, Disney, of course, is a Dow stock, and there are only there are only thirty stocks in the Dow. Now, interestingly enough, two of my other big uh, favorites right now, my you know, are the two other the, the basically the the computer the the tech stocks that are Dow stocks, and that's Apple and Microsoft. But uh, let's take a look at Disney and see how. See how that stacks up. It's sort of been in this consolidation range from about 167 on up to about 203. It's currently in a downward trend, but it just has, it's sort of just moved above that. So it's just starting potentially a reversal. I just, I just don't like the action on this one all that much right now. I don't, I don't think you're going to lose any money if you buy it, but, and I do think it's starting to reverse, but I think you got to be careful here. This is still low relative strength. It's only got a 67 relative strength, so I'm a little bit concerned about that. But the checklist is improving. It's got a 55 checklist, which means that it meets um, five out of nine. I mean, it meets five out of nine criteria, which is very good. But I want to see better. I want to see 66%. Now, let's show you another Dow stock, Apple, that, again, compare it to Disney. 
because these are both Dow stocks. There's 30, there's 30 stocks in the Dow. If you look at the relative, the, the checklist on Apple, you can see it's far better. It only misses on one area, and that's relative strength less than, than 80. Now, many of the Dow stocks have right now relative strength less than 80. I like to buy them above 80, but remember, in this pullback, it did pull. There was a lot of pull out of this this area, so I can accept this. 88% isn't bad. So this is a Dow stock that I like. Apple. Also, let's take a look at Microsoft. That's another Dow stock, and I, I will, let's kind of go through some of the Dow stocks um, and take a look. Let's look at Microsoft uh, and take the checklist on this one. This is also good. It's not as good as as uh, Apple though, but it's quite good. 66%. Now, let's look at some other Dow stocks. Let's look at Boeing. Boeing is doing terrible. And this is not a Dow stock that you should look at, but I just kind of want to show you. Again, 44%. So what I'm doing is I'm comparing stocks here that are Dow stocks that, that I want to I get the best of the Dow stocks. But currently, you know, Disney is in the middle of the pack. It's good, but it's not great. And that's the thing. You've really got to, you know, you've really got to, to look at that. So let's... Let's kind of look at the Dow Jones Industrial overall to see. And it's been trading very well. I'm going to pull the chart up here. This is the, the entire Dow Jones uh, average, which is basically 30 stocks, as you can see. It's been moving up, but it's starting to flatten out. I think that, you know, we're seeing an awful lot of, of um, you know, we're, we're, we're seeing, we're seeing a, a little bit of a, you know, pullback started in the market because of this 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 debt load. This this um, uh, there's a lot of margin debt out in there right now. If any of you out there have any margin debt, I would consider closing it right now because this is indicative of I think we're getting we're 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 getting close to a top in the market. That's what this is saying. So I think we've got to be careful. There are some stocks that I'm I don't want to be completely out of the market. I don't want to go all to cash, but I'm going to move to the strongest players. Right now they're Apple, Microsoft, those kind of stocks. They have been the strongest. All right. Um, uh, <laughs> CHPT, any clue on this stock? Well, let's look at it. We can always find out. CHPT. Let's see if we've got ChargePoint. I like this stock a lot, by the way. There's a competitor to this called Blink Charging. I was doing a lot with that last summer. This is in a good area, and this area, of course, is the the uh, charging station area, because as the number of electric vehicles grows, so will the charging stations uh, grow as well. This one has been kind of up and down. Would I buy it at this level? I'd be a little bit concerned, but it does have a good checklist at 77. I This is one of the areas that I do like. Uh, I do like, even though it's, it's, it's in the energy alternative other area, which right now is at the bottom of the barrel. It's 195 out of 197. Uh, but I do like these companies because I really think that these are less uh, plays on ch uh, charging. These are more real estate plays because as electric vehicles become more and more popular, you're going to need more and more of these charging stations because a lot of people live in apartments and don't have a place. They can't charge at home. So these are going to become increasingly important. And But it's really a real estate play, not <laughs> not a... Um, not an alternate. So I do I do think this is misclassified. That said, yeah, I don't think this is a good place to buy it. It's below the it's below the um, the the 200 day line. So I don't think you can buy it at this at this at this point. Let's take a look at its competitor, and that's Blink Charging, B L N K, and C. Now now ChargePoint is three times the size of Blink, 
it's essentially Blink has the same kind of setup that ChargePoint has. It's down a little bit after hours. It's got a relative strength, that's, but you know this one could bounce up. But I still think this is an overall downward trend. And I'm looking at the weekly chart here. So that is not a good sign. And for ChargePoint, the same thing. So I think you got to be a little bit careful in this group. But ChargePoint's interesting, interesting company. It was doing great last summer. I I wasn't in ChargePoint. I was primarily in Blink. This one appeared on the under ten dollar list, and it, it zoomed up to about forty, so it, it uh, quadrupled. So it's done. So there is there is definitely uh, some life in this area. I wouldn't buy it now, though. I wouldn't buy it now. Let's look at Wish. Uh, I did close a, a a spread for a loss, unfortunately, on Wish. Um, this one, you know, had some. I was looking at the at the action on on some of the call options. That's why I bought it. But this one just has been a disappointment all the way around. Contacts Logic, of course, and it provides online retail services, not doing very well, and it didn't really even get a bounce. I I, I closed a, you know, I had my I, I had my um, uh, my spread. I basically closed it when we fell through this line here, that being the 50-day line. So I think that you know, unfortunately, this was a good idea, but. It, it's one of those ones you've got to chalk up. This is why it's so, so, so important. When you buy any of these stocks, speculative or not, you always got to put that in that stock loss. So if you buy a stock, it's super easy to calculate the, the, buy, the, the stop. What I recommend, every time you get into a stock, let's say it's a $100 stock. I'm just doing it because it's easy math. Multiply that times 0.93, and that's going to give you a 7% uh, range there. And that's where I'd set my stop loss. And then as I found out, if it moves up, I'm going to move that stop loss up. So now you say, well, why not do a trailing stop loss? Well, the problem with the trailing stop loss is it resets. So yes, if it's down more than 7% in one day, it's going to stop you out. But if it just kind of drips, drips, drips down, it's not. And you're just going to be, you're just going to have the same effect that you would have if you didn't have a stop. So I always recommend a market stop 7% below where you bought it. So that can be a very good thing. It can save you a lot of money. Remember, you know, not all your ideas, not all the stock ideas are going to work. Many of them are not. But you want to cut your losses on your losers as fast as possible, and you want to stay in your winners as long as possible. So that's where the uh, that's that's really where the um, stop loss really really helps. Let's look at MRNA, and of course this is Moderna. Uh, I haven't been in this one since almost for a year. It just keeps moving nicely. Um, you know, the last real time to get in this was at 189. It was on essentially a cup with handle uh, a base, which is very good. But really, it's been extended since then. Uh, but it's been moving right up the 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 10-day average. Um, would I buy this right now? Well, you know, I probably wouldn't, even though it's up after hours. I want to see this form more of a base. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you you could buy here. I just probably wouldn't be a buyer here. The relative strength line is 97, so that's very strong. And let's kind of draw a line on that relative strength line, just to kind of see, sort of where we're where we're talking. Well, that looks pretty darn good. Look at that. Okay, if you'll notice, and, and what I'm doing here is there's this blue line here. It's called the relative strength line, and this is where the um, the relative strength against the Fortune 500 is. So we're at essentially an all-time high for the relative strength. So this is a quite a strong stock. As you can see, it's got an 88% checklist. 
And so, you know, you probably could make the argument to buy it. Now, would I buy it at this front at this level? Probably not, based on this market condition, which I do think we're getting oversold and you know, the the, the margin debt is an all time is, is is inching up to over fifty five percent of the market value. So this is this is a warning that we may be getting close to a top. So I probably would not be uh, I would not be in this one at that level. All right, what are realistic buy points on Apple? Thank you very very much. Uh, thanks for this question. Um, I do think we can still buy Apple based on the weekly chart. Now on the on the daily chart, if you if you're strictly looking at this on the daily chart, I don't believe we can buy it, obviously because we're above the buy zone. But on the weekly chart, we are not above the buy zone. The top of the buy zone for Apple, and I do think we, and this is one part of the reason I probably will be a buyer of this, is about 160. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Let's let's see if I can let's let's see if I can get an exact number here. Let me look for the exact number. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. The the top of the buy zone. I think that I think really. Apple's viable up to about 150, and we're almost there. We're basically at 149. So I do think you could buy this. Uh, I do think you can buy this tomorrow, uh, but I I don't want to buy it too much above this because I do think, you know, this this may be a good place to get in, but I just think we have to be a little bit concerned on this. Uh, so you can buy it. 150 is the buy point. That's going to be the top of the buy range on the weekly chart. Now I'm going to draw a line across on the relative strength. So we're we're nearly at the top we're, we're nearly at the high of its relative strength. It's it's peaked above that twice uh, basically in the last um, 6 months. So based on the relative strength against the rest of the market, this is showing a lot of strength and we're going to see it move this this RS line is going to move up. So I do think that 150 is about the buy point on uh, on Apple. I really don't want to buy it too much above 150 because I do think above 150 Apple is going to be a little bit extended but it is such a big stock that uh, I think we'll be fine. It's just if you want to buy it I think you've got to really look to buying it now. Um, question on Volt. This is of course Volt. This is in a very good area right now which is the commercial staffing area and of course this is where uh, Upstart is uh, in a lot of the other stocks been doing very very well. It's a little extended right now uh, in terms of where to buy on the weekly chart. It's above the buy point. Um, Volt is of course a staffing company and uh, this is uh, it's had some very good numbers as you can see. Oops, I'm going to highlight that. We see it says uh, pound sign 152. That means that it was in a loss position and it went from a loss to a positive in one quarter. So definitely this area is picking up as you can see. It's 21 out of 197 so that's looking very good. The relative strength line, let's draw the line on that relative strength line. So we're almost at the at the all time, you know, where we we are at the highest level that the relative strength strength line has had basically since um, you know, since uh, uh, June of 2019. So w this is a good area right now. We, we're it, there's a lot of strength in this area. Where could we buy this? Well, we're a little bit extended. If we went strictly on, if we went strictly on CanSlim, our our buy point would be. And I'm going to get this right there. Okay, come on, let's get me. Let's see if I can get right on. Yeah, our buy point is would be about uh, four dollars and forty five cents. Now, here's the thing about. Um, 
volt and, and stocks that are under ten dollars they can be very good um, and this is definitely one of the better ones that's under ten dollars but I think you have gotta be a little bit careful when buying this um, you, you're gonna have to put in a stop loss that's probably more than seven percent so on this one if you did buy it uh, you know you did buy it at around uh, this five dollar range for uh, 90, uh, 90 or so you're gonna need to put your stop loss at no no lower than about uh, uh, no lower than about uh, um, um, than about 450 on this no lower than that uh, and even that is a little bit a little bit uh, a, a little bit uh, out of the bounds so if you did want to buy this one I think you could buy this at this level you want to put that stop loss in there at about 450 you really do now this kind of, under ten dollars is a little bit different rule you're going to be you're, you're going to you can you can give it a little bit wider berth just because of you know the way the way it is with these with these stocks let's take a look at another one okay I have a debit spread on Nvidia oh nice um, uh, for 45 to 40 it expires um, expires right what do you what do you think I think you should I consider closing it for us I think you should but I think that's very very good you'll, you'll do well in that you'll do well in that spread if you've been in any amount of time I think you'll do very very well I think you sh I think you should close on that I think you should close um, all right, TTD. Of course, this is the trade desk, and I did do a uh, uh, through earnings uh, th through the split. It was split ten for one. I did do a um, you know a, um, a put spread on this one. It did did pretty well. Um, basically, this is pulled back down to the 200-day line. It seems to be struggling right here. Um, it's a good it's a good company, um, but you know I think we've got to be a little bit concerned. I kind of want to see some more strength. It looks as if it is reversed, um, and, it, and it's and it's moving higher. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to draw the reversal line here, and I definitely think this is it. Definitely has moving, it is definitely moving uh, to the higher. Uh, it, it, it is definitely moving higher, but it's pulled back to the 200-day line. So right here, I would watch this. I would not be a buyer at this level. So just my my, my humble opinion. Okay, and then we're probably going to have. This is probably going to be the last question. I didn't get to everybody. Uh, and this is Zim, and this is of course the Israeli. This is the old Israeli national um, uh, shipping line, and shipping lines were doing very, very well. Uh, since then, it's shown a little bit of weakness. I kind of want to show it to you. Still have a very strong relative strength at 98. And of course, this was a li new listing. That's why it's an IPO, even though this has been around since like 1945, I think. Uh, it's it's pulled back a little bit. I do think that the rally in some of the sh uh, shipping lines is is starting to wane here. So I think it's I think it's it's probably a good time to be taking profits in this. Probably not a good time to be entering at Rio Madrid. Probably not uh, because I do think that you know the demand for freight is you know catching up to the supply of freighters. So I think that's I think that's really starting to happen now. Well, I am almost, yeah, it's almost uh, a few more minutes here. But uh, I just wanted to bring to everybody's attention, of course, uh, if you, um, we do have, of course, the action trade alerts. And uh, we do put out some very good stuff on that, uh, you know, for everyone. Uh, and, of course, it's free. And the easy way to get this, and let's see if I have it here. Did I have it? Do I have it? Do I have it? Do I have it? Uh, well, I don't have it. I, I changed it. It's basically what it is. And let me see if I can uh, so let's see if I can put it up here. Um, yeah, in there, and it's just basically to for the action trailer. It's it's uh, 
https colon slash slash www.sendfox.com slash Dallas trading floor. All right. So, uh, did I get that right? Yeah. Okay. So, um, if you want to get on the list, and it is free, just go to www.sendfox.com slash Dallas Trading Floor for the uh, for the uh, action trade alerts. Uh, if you're on, uh, if you're watching on TikTok, super easy to do. Just go to my profile, click the link, first and last name, and an email address, and we'll put you right on the list. Um, and uh, you know, we have we did the under ten dollar list, and we'll be having some other really good, hopefully good things coming up here pretty quick. Typically get four or five of these uh, a, a week and uh, it's a good thing. Uh, but uh, Action Trade Alerts and it's free uh, either by going to www.sendfox.com slash Dallas Trading Floor or by going to uh, the, the the link on the uh, in my bio on TikTok and then just going down first and last. First, last name and a um, an email or an email address, and we'll get it out to you. So until tomorrow, thank you so much for tuning into the show. Uh, I'll be on basically back here at 2.30 uh, Central, 2.30 to 3.30 when the, as the market ends. And, of course, uh, we're on the Discord room all the time. Of course, that's a private service, but uh, something you might want to check out, and uh, we're on that. Uh, and I will be back here tomorrow, and hopefully, let's see if we have one last thing that I can can get to. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, oh, hey, okay, great. <laughs> I think I probably should. It should so everyone's asking about Tesla. Thank you. I, I, let me just run over here a little bit. I just want to. I just want to uh, review the chart for Tesla because this is really a key key stock. I'm not in it currently. Of course, this was my best stock last year. A lot of people did very well on this, um, but it is still currently in a downward trend. After hours, it's it's pulled back to 354.95. Unfortunately, it just needs to bounce off this 200-day line. It's just not there yet. Uh, we're probably going to get some basing action. It's just it's probably going to go sideways for a while. Uh, I still have you know a lot of faith in in Tesla. I think it's a great company. I just think though it needs to take a rest, and right now it's probably not a good time to be entering it. I just uh, I think it's going to be a little bit tough just based on the fact that. Um, you know, it's it's sort of in a basic mode, but good stock is just not the time to be in it right now because it's pulling back. Eventually, will turn. I'm going to be looking at uh, possibly getting back into Tesla, but I want to see it move above about 780. That's where I want to see it move above. Well, thank you so much for uh, taking the time, and uh, hopefully, you'll be back tomorrow. We'll, we'll be back tomorrow with uh, some more stuff, and um, uh, we'll see you tomorrow at 2:30. Happy trading. Thank you.